0: Hello Master Plan world. Welcome to our latest podcast. It is a pleasure to have you listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Plan. I'm an author, speaker and consultant and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. Last time was my interview with a business coaching legend that is Michael E. Gerber. If you haven't heard that one yet, please do go and have a listen. It's a must for anyone who's ever read the e or ever used the phrase working on not in my business, which probably every single one of us. You can join the chat about that episode and about the one that's coming up in our Facebook group at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. Today, I want to introduce you to our special guest. Angela Taylor is the founder of Bathing Bunnies, an online-only e-commerce store which designs and manufactures luxurious toweling gifts for babies and children. She founded the business in 2012 and started selling in 2013. The business is now 50-50 online and wholesale, selling to hundreds of different distributors and direct online to thousands of happy customers. Hi, Angela. Hi. Hello. It's great to have you here. And I've just given our listeners a really quick overview of you and your business and where you are now. But how did you get started off in this world of e-commerce?
1: Oh, wow. Um, it's about four years ago. Um, I got a friend with a newborn baby. So I tried to, um, look for a nice new baby present, like, you know, something that I want to, um, delight my friend with a good quality, presentable, cute and practical kind of present and, of course, not too pricey. And, and um, I couldn't find something that I think, you know, quite suitable. And so I thought, okay, you no, know, maybe I can do something on my own because I used to work with multinational companies, helping them to source for good factories, arrange production and shipments. So um, then I um, started to design my products, creating the brand, which um, involve like you know brand name, a brand logo, the positioning of the brand in the market. Whether you know I want the products to be high end, medium, and then work with the packaging, etc. And then after that, then I started to think. Okay, you now I got the products. Then I have to think of the sales channel. So first, very obvious is okay. You now let's sell to the shop owners. And I thought, okay, now how can I approach them? You know, it's such a big, you know, big country and I just can't you know, go and see them, you know, all by myself. And I realized it's important to have my own website so shop owners can find out more about the brand and the products. And it also enhances their confidence to buy from us. So with the website, then I thought, okay, apart from the shops, is there anything I can do? So now we started to um, look into the e-commerce, which we realized that is, is playing an, a significant part in retail now. So I started to look for e-commerce channel to sell. So, um, so through the own website, and then I found another, um, online marketplace called Not on the High Street. And there we go. Now we all, all, you know, now starting to sell through all these channels.
0: Wow, so for you, it was very much, here's a problem. I have the skills to solve it. Let's design yep. the product. Wow. I've got an yep. awesome product. How am I going to yep. make some money out of this? Uh, <laughs> yep. wholesale? Okay. Wholesale, but that might take a bit of time. Right. Let's go direct. <laughs> it's yes. Like, the, like yes. a whole journey.
1: Yes. It's, it's very important. I think, um, you know, it's good to, to kind of put the eggs in, in different baskets. Because it's good wholesale. It, it, it's brilliant. But then at the same time, I think it's also good to have another channel, which, um, like in the UK, I was told there are so many people like buying online now. So this is a, a big market if we can tap into it. And of course, we can't do it just on our own website because you need lots of resources to really build up the SEO and, you know, all these things. So, um, you know, going through different, um, e-commerce channels, like not on the high street, these sort of really, you know, very popular, um, you know, gift buying sites. It's, um, it, it's good for us. So
0: it's, um... Have you found it's been essential to your growth and success over the last few years that you've had those kind of like three different routes to market? You've got the wholesale, you've got your own website, and then you've also got the marketplace that is not on the high street. Has that has that kind of got you through those difficult patches of the first few years, the fact you've got something else you can rely on for the income?
1: Definitely, definitely. And I remember um, when I first started, like the first two or three weeks, when I first started, I actually took my products and I went into the various gift shops that I could reach. Like either, you know, I just walked to the town where I live and then I drive nearby town and then I just walk in and try to talk to the shop owners to get a feel of the market and um, whether this is the best way to sell. And um, yeah, and then after that, then I thought, okay, you now let's try all channels that I can.
0: <laughs> wow, well, so that kind of first step was... Um, was both a bit of market research, what are the guys who know the customers think, but also aiming to get some sales.
1: Did you get sales on those first initial journeys out in the car? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Um, Okay. There are rejections and there are sales. So, um, yeah, it's all, I think it's all like trial and error. So even if, you know the 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 shop owners say, "Oh no, we are not interested." Or even I couldn't get hold of the shop owners. You know, usually they are not there, and then they see you and say, "Oh, who are you?" You know, we we don't have time for you. I think every bit is a learning experience that get me you know to to understand more about the market. Then can then from there on, then I can kind of strategize you know what I should do to get you know to sell the products. So do you still
0: go out in the car and? target shops or have you got other ways of getting your wholesalers uh,
1: not as much now. <laughs> <laughs> not, not as much now but I do think you know getting the products go to the shop and talk to the shop owners is a very good way to understand the market because they are the one who knows who buys and what the market should be like you know the pricing the style so um, yeah I, I still if I can I just go and you know say hello and Maybe not as much going to the shop, but you know, on the phone and <laughs> through emails.
0: Oh, so catching up with your existing wholesalers and finding out their feedback on what's happening with yes, your products. Yes,
1: yes, yes definitely. And oh. I do um, do trade shows as well. So that, that, but the trade show bit is more for the for the for the selling to the shops
0: it's as, yeah, as like a wholesaler. There's a lot of um, product trade shows in the UK, isn't there? You have got um, said yeah. top draw. Um, yeah, oh, I always forget the names. There's the big one that happens in Birmingham as yeah, well. Yeah, the Spring Fair. Yeah, that's it. Oh, fair. really obvious. The Spring Fair happens yeah. in the spring.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, <don't. laughs>
0: uh, cool. And you and you find that works. the trade shows are a great place to showcase your products.
1: Um, it is it is but at the same time this is like half of my business but at the same time the e-commerce is a very important part and you know places like not on the high street is definitely a really good place to to sell my products.
0: Cool well I want I want to move on to the um to the to the e-commerce side of things because this of course is the e-commerce master plan podcast not the yeah. wholesale master plan podcast. Um. So yeah. let's let's explore kind of a few key details about the business as it is right now and then then we'll probably come back to that not on the high street piece shortly so so Angela right now where are you based in the world and where are you selling to
1: okay Um, I'm based in the UK in Surrey so where you will find um, Harry Potter's residence there (laughs) and um, I'm in I'm in a small town called um, Reigate, where you will find lots of um, young families with babies oh excellent Um, so yep yeah. Good and we you. sell mainly in the UK um also you know um to customers and and also to Europe as well we you have help. shops and and customers you know from Europe buying from us
0: excellent and are you selling you're not selling to the states or Australia yet then
1: um no I think uh, this we will look into it but I think if we had to sell we have to um look for a distributor. Because um, it just because we got the goods here now in the UK, and for us to send the goods from here to you know the other part of the world, I think you know it's not you know adding the freight and everything into it, it's just, it just it won't work. So we would tap into that market, but I think we will have to, to explore another channel.
0: Okay. And, um, and tell us a bit more about the product. Cause I gave a really, really simple overviewing of it, which was luxurious towel and gifts for babies and children. Do you want to tell people a little bit more about your product?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, we sell, um, luxurious, high quality kind of uh, hooded baby towels. So they are usually colorful with, um, you know, a hood with different animal characters. And they're also very, um, like soft and gifty. And usually people will buy them as like a new baby present. So we use the the, the the same kind of high quality toweling fabrics. And then we make also baby and toddlers ropes and matching accessories such as bibs and bath mitts. And we also offer um, personalization service on all our towels and ropes for customers.
0: Excellent. That was a brilliant description. Uh, so the, the the next bit is what's your what's the website? What's your website built on?
1: Um, our website is built on a uh, WordPress, and I have um, um, a friend who's a very good uh, web designer. He helped us, you know, to build this website.
0: Cool, and it, that's uh, so that's on that be on the WooCommerce plugin. I expect. Um, are there any other key yep. widgets or plugins that you use on the site?
1: Um, you know, because I asked my friend to do the job. I am not very technical, so I don't really know much about this. I'm, I'm afraid.
0: (laughs) That's cool. That's okay. When, when we, we can't be in control of everything in the business. We can't, um, you know, focus on everything. And if there's other bits you're better at, it's always good to outsource that bit. So that's, that's fine if you don't know those. Um, yeah. And what does your team look like? Obviously, you've, you've outsourced the web design. Um, how many of you are there in the business, and, and what are you doing?
1: Okay, so I do the design and arrange production with the manufacturing sources myself. But at the same time, I use um, services from lots of individuals and companies to help with my like PR work, the SEO work—that um, means search engine optimization work. And to process the orders, um, the personalization, that means embroidery, and to do the photography and videos. So um, and Bathing Bunnies is about like team effort. And um, I really, really enjoy working with all these like talented people. They are really good.
0: I like it. So there's there's kind of you as the product creator and owner in the middle, as the full-time yep. employee, and then you've got everything yep. else outsourced to experts.
1: Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, I, um, I have a 10 year old and I'm a mum, a and uh, so, you know, I have to do the school run as well. And actually it's through the school run that I, um, you know, I know lots of like very talented moms and dads and, you know, some of them, they're actually helping me. Like, um, I got a dad really good in taking videos. So he's the one to help me to do the videos and stuff. And then I got the mums helping me with the uh, personalization, with, um, um, you know, doing the embroidery on the towels. And I also have a mum helping me with the PR. So, you know, they are all really talented. Oh, wow. So it, it's, it's the school run network paying off. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Excellent. I, I love that approach. That's brilliant. Um, so what do you think is the most awesome thing about bathing bunnies right now?
1: Okay, um, there are uh, quite a few things that uh, we are very excited about right now. So um, oh, cool. first, um, I love seeing my, my designs brought to life, you know, from like merely just a drawing, then to have the samples done, and then production in full swing. And then it's really great to see photos and videos of happy and cute babies wearing the designs. And we are very happy to, um, receive good feedback from, you know, about our products, like customers coming back and tell us they love the softness and quality of the products. And this is a very, you know, satisfying thing after all the hard work, you know, put into it. And then to get more and more orders from the e-commerce, because people like to buy our products as a new baby present. And, um, they are proud to give to their friends and, you know, and then come back and reorder. And then um, the other thing is, we also start now to do more videos and photography. So this is the creative side of work, which is um, really fun. We work with lots of um, babies and moms. So I usually like look for our next baby model in places like coffee shops or supermarket in Rygate, where I live. Oh, so, so you're um, you're out like,
0: scouting, <laughs>
1: scouting oh, yeah, for modeling yeah, oh, talent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like last time when we did our um, second video, I spotted our super baby model Amber in uh um, Morrison in Reggae. <laughs> so I just went to approach their mom uh, you know, her, her mom and dad, and I asked, "Oh, you know, your baby looks so cute. Can um, can she come over and have a you know video shoot with us?" And um, you know, they're all really excited, and you know, it's it's really fun to do creative things like that, especially you know, uh, looking in you know, the baby being very cute wearing, you know, your own product and seeing the video being done or the nice photos being done. That's a very satisfying experience for me. And of course, you know, these things help to sell. And we usually use a lot of these very visual tools and put it in the social media to help to promote the brand and the products.
0: So is social media a really important part of your marketing mix to both the wholesale customer and the, the retail
1: customer? Yes, yes, Definitely. Definitely. Um, which we, um, platforms are you to, focused on? Um, we use Facebook a lot because mm-hmm. our product is um, very visual. You know, lots of colorful towels, cute babies wearing them, and um, so now we also use uh, quite a lot of um, Twitter, just you know, to promote. Oh you know, Now now we have um, a giveaway campaign, or we have a review of the products, and I just started to use Instagram as well. Because we got lo- lo- lots of photos to show, and um, yeah, I think these three are the main social media channels that we are using for the moment.
0: Oh, cool! And um, I wanted to take a step back towards the product because it's clear from what you're saying that you're you're a product fan. You're a pro- You know, it's all about getting that product right, getting it in front of the right people, um, and making yeah. it the best that it can be. Yeah. Was Obviously you you know you've had experience in that product piece before you started the business. Do you think yep. you'd have you'd have started the business if you didn't have the experience in product
1: development and design? Um I I thought about that. I thought about you know what about with my with my experience with my background. I can go and, you know, with the you know factories I worked with before, I can always go to them, you know, get some maybe samples and sell that in the eBay and try to you know get some money Hmm. might be but uh, i think for me i um i like to work with something that i am i like i enjoy passionate about and um and i'm lucky to be you know in the position to be able to do it but you know having said that it doesn't mean that if uh, i don't do this part would i you know just stop no i will just go for you know like what i said Um, like the connection with the factory i will look for something that i think will suit the market in the uk to sell and then i will sell that through different platforms like amazon ebay and give it a go or even just go to like craft market here and sell to the school moms and you know anybody
0: (laughs) (laughs) but luckily you've you've hit upon a product that enables you to play a slightly bigger game Um, yeah yeah if you given your you know your knowledge of of you know, sourcing product, designing product, etc. There are a couple of kind of key tips you give to someone who's got a great product idea, but who doesn't have that experience, who's going into the, the design and manufacture process
1: cold. Mm-hmm. Um, you mean someone with, um, with the design, but needs the, the manufacturing kind of help? Someone
0: with the idea, but without the background in the manufacturing and the product creation piece, yep. a couple of tips yep. for them. Um,
1: oh, you know, I, I've met quite a few really talented designers. They have the very good design. I think, um, you know, with that, at the same time, it's, um, you have to find somebody good to produce the product. Good means they will be in the same kind of um, standard level as you look for. You know, sometimes I don't. You know, people people talk about oh, you know, factories or uh, maybe in um in China or in the Far East, not good. No, I don't. I don't think so. You know, with my experience of working with all the various factories, mm-hmm. I think it's more that you have to know the factories, you have to know what they are good at doing, and to y- match the design or the products with the factories. So I think you know, you have to have a good design. That's that's no doubt. But that at the same time, you have to look for a good manufacturing um, kind of you know, base to, to help you. So it's a bit like
0: um, any kind of outsourcing is you want to find the person who has experience with the type of product you're looking at doing and who has who, who is a good fit for you in terms of, well, you're going to want them to produce a thousand units a run. So you don't want yep. to go
1: to the factory that usually produces 10,000 units a run because they're just not set exactly. up to help them. Exactly, exactly. And then, of course, you know, for that, if for a smaller quantity, then, you know, they, they ask for a bit of a uh, higher price. So then it all goes back to, okay, you know, I have to make it at that price. So how should I target my market in the, you know, my, my product in the market? So it's all linked up.
0: Excellent. That's a brilliant, brilliant advice there. And then just a couple of final things. I'm guessing that why not on the high street is such an important part of of your your business is because they're kind of the center for personalization. And I would guess personalization is quite a big piece of your product offering.
1: Yeah, funny enough, you know, when, um, uh, when, I, when, when we first started with selling, you know, in, not on the high street, we didn't sell personalized item at all. We just sold our products just standard. And it gone on really well. You know, we got a very high conversion rate and but then, you know, I was in a, in a trade show, actually. And then I was talking to, you know, some friends and, uh, in, in some of the exhibitors. And they said, Oh, why don't you think of personalization? You know, it is something that will work really well with your products. And then it's by then, that is about a year ago that, um, we started to look at it and we offered personalization service to, to, you know, through not on the high street. And it worked really well. It worked really well, and I'm very pleased with it. And um, you know, for the personalization, I couldn't really, I couldn't really do it myself. No, no way I could do it. And I just, you know, I, I can ask you no know, mums, um, in um, in in school to help. You know what they could do is I can, you know, I can provide them with them with the tools, all the tools they need to do it, and then they can do it within, you know, any time, a, a flexible time. So maybe you know when when their children's asleep. When the children's gone to school, so it's good for them, and at the same time it's good for me because we see each other in school and then we can pick up the towels and <laughs> I think it works brilliantly
0: so uh so not on the high street enabled you to 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 try out the personalization without having to build it into your own website the functionality that uh,
1: is. yeah it's uh yeah we can just um you know we can just build up the um, the, the 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 option for people in not on the high street easily, you can just add in the the personalisation option.
0: Excellent. Okay. Well, I think it's time we move yeah. into the top tips round. So um, I love this section because it gives all of us some amazing ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So Angela, first up is the book top tip. If everybody listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend?
1: Um. Okay. Um, okay. Can I, can I, can I suggest two books? Of course uh, you much. can suggest two. <laughs> okay. So, um, the first one, it's, um, is one which is more related to business, which is, um, How to Get on Top of Google by Tim Kitchen. So, um, this is a great book for anyone wanting to improve their um, position in the search engine. It's a very helpful book, very easy to read. And it gives you lots of tips that you can implement straight away. So this is a, you know, this is a really helpful book. And then the second one, it's more kind of for fun, um, which is um, a book in the Harry Potter. Uh, it's a bit long for like a Friday read, but um, I read it to my son when he was younger. And the morale in the story is about um, curiosity keeping your spirit up in spite of uncertainty and challenges ahead. And I think it's um, it's very important for running a business, whether it's, you know, e-commerce or any kind. And, um, yeah, and, and of course, you know, the morale in the book, it's uh, another one is don't talk to the snake. So <laughs> I think I hope, I hope um, you know, people will, will like reading these two books.
0: I love that. Let's all go read Harry Potter, a bit of escapism with a nice moral story flowing through it. I, I love that. That's brilliant. Um, the traffic top tip next then, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves?
1: Um, I think um, most businesses are now you know, trying to um, promote themselves through social media, which is a great channel. However, um, I think, um, customers are now kind of like bombarded with so many posts that as a brand, it's important to know your target customers, your target market and a clear plan of what you want to achieve in each marketing campaign. And of course, you know, have good content. So if people like to, to read your content and they will come back for more. So that's the way to like, you know, build up more, more followers and, I think there's no other way around it. It has to be the content that, you know, that people like to read and then they will come back for more.
0: Definitely. If you want that success on social media, you've got to know who you're targeting and then create content they like. Otherwise, it's just yep. not going to work. Um, yep. Okay, the tool top tip. This might be a collaboration tool, a social media plug-in, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use <laughs> that makes you and or your team more
1: efficient from day to day? Um... I use WhatsApp, WeChat Mm -hmm. and Skype a lot in communication and I also use OneNote a lot. You know, I, I hate filing and I like to put all information in one place so that, you know, and all information can then be synchronized into my computer, laptop and mobile and can share and I can share the content with other team members easily. And that's really helpful and that saves me lots of time in handling and you know retrieving the information and um so I I I really recommend, you know, trying to put all the information in kind of an app like one note, just to save that, you know, those papers and the filing and so. Excellent.
0: Um, and I suppose the school run as well would be, would be a really useful tool yeah, yeah. you've given us yeah, already. you know
1: what, sometimes even in Morrison, when I'm shopping, you know, I will look at my, my mobile, you know, check the emails, check the orders, and then look at some, you know, some work information. It's just all through my, my phone. So I don't have to really work, you know, just in, in the office.
0: Excellent. So the startup top tip next. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first tip for them?
1: Oh, I think you can guess now. Uh, it's um, know your market and um, be passionate about your products. Yeah. I love that. Concise
0: and to the point and oh so true. Well, Masterplan World, you can find these top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by heading over to com forward slash 90. Angela, before saying goodbye, could you please let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media, please?
1: Okay, so um our website is www.bathingbunnies.com um you can also find us on facebook twitter and instagram just type in bathing bunnies and um yeah and then you can find us through that
0: Excellent. Um, so we'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about today in the show notes. Masterplan World, you can find those, as I said, at com forward slash 90, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab or use the search box. Angela, thank you so much for being on the show today and for being so generous, sharing your great experience with us.
1: You're very welcome.
0: How interesting was it to catch up with Angela, both about her great tips there on product creation, but also how she's using multiple routes to market so not on the high street her own website and the wholesale side of things to to grow and to make sure she's getting the right balance of you know cash flow and sales etc and also you know what she was saying about how she started off with that product you know just taking it into shops trying to speak to the owner getting their feedback and how she continues to do that with her wholesale customers right now to help her build the business for that direct consumer side loads of great tips in there for you all What did you think of the Bathing Bunnies story? Did you get some tips too? Well, why not share those and join in the discussion and discussion about much more at our eCommerce Masterplan World Facebook group, which you can get at eCommerceMasterplan.com forward slash Facebook. If you haven't yet found my brand new book, Customer Persuasion, what are you waiting for? Right now, you can get the first two chapters completely free at customerpersuasion.co.uk. So head over there and get started today. But make sure you come back next week when I'll be chatting with Judith Trianor, founder of Social Enterprise Focus Temples and Markets, about how she got to $10,000 per month in her first year by focusing on email marketing. Have a great week and don't forget to keep optimising. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan
1: podcast. Find out more
0: at ecommercemasterplan.com.